This is the SVT Sports Podcast. I am Vince. I am in the driver's seat today. We got Sam and Tyler. How's it going, fellas? Good. Going good. Going good. Uh, going great. Uh, Tim is on the ones and twos. Tim, what is going on? <laughs> and uh, That's right. And once again, boots on the ground in LA. Daniel, how's it going, buddy? Going good. Going good. Trying to stay cool, man. It's hot as hell over here. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't know what that's like at 75 degrees, but you know. Oh, it's nice and 94 over here, sir. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, goodness. Hard pass. Sweating thinking about it, although I just sweat normally because your boy's big. Anyway, <laughs> it, it's the big man life. There we mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, so we, we've had, uh, you know, quite a busy week with sports happening. We had, uh, we're going to talk baseball. We got a lot of soccer to talk, actually, a lot of soccer. Looking forward to that. We got a couple of notes uh, out of basketball and hockey. And, of course, um, training camp. NFL, big story. Training camp is starting. We will get into that a little bit as well. First, I just do want to go over the baseball scores because that's what we do here. Um, we give you the, uh, the the facts. Dial in. Give you exactly what happened. That's right. Man on the keyboard. Like, yeah. All right. So. Um, I guess I'll start. Vince, why don't you read the scores? Thanks, Vince. We'll do that. Uh, Good the job, A's... Vince. Yeah, look at that. 10 out of 10. Yeah, no notes. Uh, the A's win two out of three games against Boston. Uh, they they lose 7-0, and then they win 3-0, and then win 6-5. And then they drop three out of four against Houston. Uh, they lose 3-1, 6-4, get the win on Saturday 4-1, and then lose on Sunday 3-2. Uh, they are 78, oh, excuse me, ooh, I read that backwards, 28 loss, 28 wins, 74 losses, fifth in the AL West. You I'm wish they had dyslexic. 78 wins. You I'm wish. dyslexic, man. I, I wish. I don't yeah. even think the Braves are I was about to say 70. 78 losses, and I was like, <laughs> no, wait, I just saw the seven and the eight next to each other. Yeah. If My only we would have kept these teams together, then maybe that win record. I know, been. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, only, if only. Um, and to the, be fair, they're only four losses away from 78, so you weren't too far off. Um, we're getting there. We're getting there this week. 78. It's happening. 78 losses. Um, uh, the Giants have lost six games in a row. They um, they lose the last two in Cincinnati after winning the first two. They drop all three games at Washington. And then uh, they had a makeup game in Detroit earlier today. They dropped that one five one, so they're hurting. They're down all the way in third now uh, in the NOS. Fifty four wins, uh, forty seven losses. Uh, I'm I'm getting dyslexic here. I, I, you got to stop reading scores, Vince. Uh, somebody jump in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've lost him. We he's gone. He's and, gone. Uh, he's gone. I can't. I can't read anymore. Um, yeah. Okay, you want it's me to hot. do it? All right, we'll start from the top. We're starting over. All right, they went two and one versus Boston. I already read first, all that. I I'm starting over from the top. No, from the top. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're moving on. Moving on. I'm just saying. Anybody else want to jump in on anything baseball related? I do have yeah. one note. That, I, yeah, I want to know who Shohei Otani is going to go to, and it is not the Dodgers. As much as media loves sucking the Dodgers uh, wiener. Um, it's not. He's not going to the Dodgers. It's not happening. They they, they don't have anything to trade. I mean, we do have plenty yeah. to trade. We but you're not going the, to. We have six of the top ten prospects in baseball, but the Dodgers aren't going to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's the point. I think they don't have. They're not willing to part with anything that the Angels would want from them. So and I, uh, and I don't blame them because yeah. it would be a dumb move. Like if if Shohei doesn't go anywhere now before the trade deadline, 
there's no reason for the Dodgers to try to make an aggressive move for him. If they can try, if if you can get him for nothing in the offseason, all you have to do is pay for his salary. Why not just do that? That's yeah, the, I, I, I think that's that that's I think that's the move. So we got to look at I guess some of the other teams that are. I close. I read that the Braves were considering it. If the Braves get Shohei Otani, just give them the World Series now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah, that team man. is ridiculous. If you're, a team, if you're a team like the Braves, the Rays, I would part with like my entire minor league system, even for a rental, because if you get the one World Series, you got the one. But if you're a team like the Dodgers, it doesn't make sense because he's already going to look at he's probably already going to look at the Dodgers and you get to keep your farm system. You know, so to me if I'm the Dodgers, I don't trade for him. Um, the Giants, I think it would be a rental. I know we hear a lot of we're still hearing a lot about Shohei to the Giants, but mm-hmm. I I think it would be a rental. And then you're it took Farhan Zaidi, what, four or five years to build this uh farm farm team? Yep. You're yep. gonna go back to year one of Farhan and have to rebuild the minor league system all over again. So I think it only really makes sense for a team to trade for him if you're if you're just willing to part with your minor league system get the world series this season because he's probably going to the Dodgers, maybe the giants and free agency, maybe the Mets. I don't know, but I think he's going to a coast team. How about, um, I I have a thought. How about, uh, the first place Baltimore Orioles? I was just about to say that. So I I would do it. I I think I I might like, I mean, I just read the Baltimore checked in the Baltimore checked in They're They're checking in, but does Baltimore pay for players? Is that ownership willing to do that? It would be a one-year. It would be a one-year. It'd be half-season rental. rental. So I mean, they're gonna have to give up some something. But since it's only a half-season, maybe the price is shaved off just a little bit. And instead of your top four prospects, maybe it's your top two, and then like two other guys that are like mid-tier or something. I don't know. Which would be Gunnar Henderson and Grayson Rodriguez, probably something like that. Yeah, I mean. I, I honestly don't know what what's being offered uh, for Otani and what, what's what's it going to cost to get him. And uh, I'm just I, I just know that the Angels have to make this deal with somebody, otherwise because they're not going to resign him. Let's so let's be honest. You got to get something. A loner, probably top players, no lower than 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 maybe your 15, right? Top 15 in your mind in your system, right? In your not MLB pipeline, but your system, right? No lower than 15 and a first round pick could be five years picks. from now. You can't trade first round picks. Like, oh, that's like right. That. That's so, right. This ain't the NFL. I mean, and it's not like, I mean, how many it's rounds are there it. in baseball draft? Like 16 rounds or something yeah. crazy something like that? And, right. Yeah. And then not all of them get signed either, which is the crazy part. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's not, it's, not that much, it's not that lucrative. It's got to be top 15 players. It's not going to be anything less. Right. So, but I could see like, like your your two, your four, your ten, and your twelve, or something like that. Um, yeah. And then maybe you throw in a, a couple of lower tier guys as well. Uh, get yeah. a couple lottery tickets there. It might take something like that in your system. Um, and then you could be able to say we didn't give away our best guy to get Otani, but you know you still paid a fairly hefty price for you know a two month rental. I could see a deal of that type happening and we'll just see what happens uh going forward and who's the team willing to pay up for that is it the rangers maybe that's another name that you i know? saw throwing out there but i mean they um, have they have evan carter he's their top prospect but 
I don't think that's enough for the Angels to be like, yeah, give me, give me, give me, give me. Yeah, I, I still think that the Angels won't trade within the division, yeah, no matter what. Right. Um, and then I mean, the Twins are also, you know, they're five games above 500, but they're leading the American League Central. Um, if you can get into the playoffs, and you know, who knows, it 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 does become a little bit of a crapshoot at that point. It's not a full crapshoot like Billy Bean had talked about, but you do got to get a, a, a you got to get lucky. You do have yeah. to get a little bit lucky at some point. And I mean, if I'm the twins, if I'm making the playoffs this year, and I, I mean, just looking at the, the, the central standings, only the guardians are really within sniffing distance of them. And they're, you know, a game under 500 at this point. So, so maybe, tinfoil, maybe that's tinfoil hat, tinfoil yeah. hat. Why would Baltimore trade for Shintaro Fujinami? Right. Well, I mean, what has he done this year that, Makes him a. I think it's a roll of the dice. Yeah, it's it's a a lottery ticket. Yeah, but him, him and Shohei are friends, and if if Baltimore's checking in on Shohei, do they think that Shohei being traded there might, I don't know, turn the page for for Fujinami to make him feel more comfortable? We got you a roommate for when we go on road trips. You know, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that was a, that was yeah. a piece to to try and see if they can entice something with it. Yeah, and th- they didn't give up at really anything for uh, for no. Fuji, and Fuji really wasn't worth much either, to be honest. So, yeah, um, you know, I mean, I got his rookie card. See- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it does make the most sense. Like, if I'm Baltimore and I know this is a one off, and this is probably like my only chance to actually make a deep run and maybe make it to the world series maybe i do go for it because i mean i do have like the orioles do have a lot of like deep talent in the sense of like prospects i mean you have grace they're Rodriguez. loaded they have they're Gunnar loaded Henderson. all the way they have the way jackson, down to double a yeah uh, do they have loaded. jackson holiday they have Col- uh, colton Cowser who's up in the majors right now but i mean they do have the young prospects that could probably entice the angels to do it but ultimately like I said last week, it could it could all very well be a move where Otani's agent could be like, "Yeah, you can make the trade, but we're not going to promise you a long term deal, bro." So yeah, I I agree because he just signed with CAA, yeah, and that's like the biggest uh, agency, so they're they're going to free agency. They, yeah. It's going to go to the highest bidder, you know. Exactly. So, where do you guys think? Where do you want him to go? I know, you know, maybe in free agency, Dan, you want him to end up on the Dodgers as a free agent, but where do you want him to go in a trade scenario? In a trade scenario? If he were traded this season, where would you want him to go? Baltimore. I like make it happen. I love it. Yeah, I love the chaos yeah. that would reign ba- on that. Ba- it would, that kind of move. Baltimore, for Cincinnati. A, Baltimore, I'm going Cincinnati. For a, for a different AL team, and I'm. I actually hope he goes to the Rays. I knew you were going to say the Rays. Ooh. And the, the Rays would have a good farm system to trade too, but I think True. to me, Baltimore, Cincinnati, I want to see that storybook. Let's see one of those come to something that we have Tampa never Bay seen. They would also be a storybook, another money ball team, but they've won one, right? As the Rays, no. I mean, well, no, no, they haven't won one. They've been to a couple Rays. They ran it, they've to never us. won a world series. They <laughs> they never, they never they've been in the world, world oh, that's series, right. they, they lost to the, to the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah, that's right. It's all right. A's have mm-hmm. lost the Dodgers too. God damn it. 89. Yeah, but the A's I mean, also uh, beat the Dodgers, but that was also the 70s. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> one and one. One and one. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the Rays would be fun, but I, I want to see Cincinnati. Come on. Otani and, and uh Ellie de, de la Cruz just stealing yep. bases. Oh my gosh. 
How fun be would fun. that be? That it would be a lot of fun. Again, oh. That kid went yard again last game, uh, his last game. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be That's a blast. power. Like, how are you stopping that lineup? Be honest with you. I mean, let's just say, let's just say that the three hitters, right? Let's just say it's it's Ellie, uh, Shohei, and Votto at, at two, three, and four. Like, what are you <laughs> what are you doing with that? I don't know yeah. how to stop that. <laughs> and then Shohei wants to go to a team in free agency. I know they talked about uh going to a team that can do uh go to a six man rotation. Yeah. Um, because that's how they do it uh in Japan. In Japan. So. I mean if the Dodgers were healthy, they would have that six man uh, rotation. Fu- uh, Fujinami, uh, he was saying too that, um, you know, he would prefer pitching in a six man rotation. That's what he's more comfortable with. So maybe there are some dots to connect to, to Baltimore. Could be, could be. Yeah. What well, I think we got like what another week and a half till the trade deadline's up. Yeah, End August August one. So yeah. we got about yeah. a week. We got about a week. A, a week and change. Um, I do have one more baseball note. I actually saw something on Brody Brazil's channel. Um, he actually talked about uh, Daniel's Dodgers wanting to put a gondola. A gondola. I saw Oh, my one. gosh. <laughs> Boots on the ground. What do you think about a gondola in your uh, town taking from, uh, you know, the train station all the way to the ravine? No. And here's why. Uh, okay. It was proposed by Frank McCourt. So because of that, I don't want it. And a lot of Dodger fans are protesting against that, that they don't want it either. And any, any, any way that this man can make more money, I am thoroughly against it. Right. He like, doesn't, he own the parking lot too. You already right own now? the parking lot, dude. Like oh. no, we're not going to give you more, dude. Right. No I mean, he's charging 50 bucks a game too. And that's just ridiculous. Uh, I think it was 30 and 25 if you buy it in advance with a big so whopping Frank five dollars still owns the parking around the stadium yep wow yeah he was he was able to sucker the the ownership group into keeping that so can he charge whatever he wants for parking technically i'm not entirely sure like how that logistically works but i'm pretty sure like he's involved in the conversation about whether or not they raise or lower the price for parking which strange i wonder why he wouldn't just be like eighty dollars for parking because, because what are they going to do? Tell him that they're going to rip out his parking lot? He, he owns it. Yeah. Interesting. He wants I wonder to how put, that works. I would imagine he wants to build fucking condos and shit on there anyway. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt Probably. it. Probably. Yeah. It's, it's a, a huge parking lot, jar. too. It's, it's like, what, 16,000 spaces or something like that? It's a massive parking lot. Yeah, but it's such a pain in the ass to get out of. It's, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, bro. I actually <laughs> never been to Dodger Stadium. I got I to gotta get down there. Well, we're playing, I, I, we're playing I the Aces argue, here. Getting getting out of Dodger Stadium would be like it's like getting out of I would argue the 49ers Stadium. It's just terrible. It's hard to get out of. It, it is not fun to get out of Levi's, uh, and I'm going to experience that this weekend when I see Taylor Swift. So uh, yeah, yeah, oh, it's going to be rough. <laughs> All right, shake it off, guys. Let's go. Um, oh my god, we're not starting with these puns already. <laughs> oh, All right, uh, I, that's. I, I guess uh, Sam, you had one more note about the um, the A's and the Las Vegas drama. You wanted to speak on that a little bit. Yeah, um, there's uh, the unite the Bay thing going on. Um, A's versus Giants, so there's going to be a lot of uh, stuff going on in at Oracle Park uh, tomorrow night. Um, it's Tuesday night for those of you that might Tuesday. Catch it. it's a little uh, bit later. Yeah, so Tuesday and Wednesday, the A's and uh, Giants are playing. 
a lot of Giants fans have been uh, gracious enough to kind of join this cause. And, you know, we've said it repeatedly. It's not just a cause for the A's. Um, if you're on Twitter, um, the sell the team hashtag has been trending again. But, you know, Colorado Rocky fans, uh, you're starting to see Colorado Rocky fans uh, wear uh, in their respective jerseys and shirts, uh, sell the team uh, stuff. So this is for for baseball. It's enough. These all of these owners are billionaires. We support them as fans. We buy the merch. We pay for MLB TV. We buy all of these subscriptions. We go to the games, um, and now we're forced to, you know, now we're we're being asked to pay for it again as a taxpayer. Uh, Milwaukee, Tampa Bay, um, Arizona. You know, there are so many teams that are that are going to be coming up asking for um, a stadium uh, stadium money uh, from their local government, which I just think. That's a bygone era, you know, uh, maybe when baseball was in, in an expansion, um, you know, that was kind of a thing that the, you know, cities would build them as a, as a county uh, stadium uh, to host many things. But it, the economics just doesn't work for cities anymore. There's tons and tons of studies that show this is uh, bad for cities to invest this much money into a stadium. Um, the one update that I did have for what it's worth. Um, Maybe it's a nothing burger, maybe not, but I'll, I'll go ahead and say it is um, there were some Howard Terminal uh, legalities and the A's were there. The A's are still sending their lawyers to argue for Howard Terminal. So there was some Howard Terminal legislation, le legal stuff going on, and the A's were present and were still arguing for Howard Terminal. So whatever that's worth, if anything at all, that happened. It feels like a cover your ass because they know this um, uh, Vegas isn't nearly the done deal that everybody wants to believe it is. Um, it, it won't it be a done deal. Like, it wouldn't yeah. shock me if they go, oh, we're going to do a new location. So I also I, heard, too, because you were saying paying for MLB TV. I heard that the quote me if I'm wrong here. It's either the Rockies or the card or the, the um, Dimebacks. And I think it's the Diamondbacks. They were also under Bally Court for. They were. Uh, yeah, so TV, Bally and they the lost RSN, the right Yeah, the RSN is a is a licensing deal. So the group that is there's a group that owns like Bally RSN. That the Bally Sports Network is filing for bankruptcy, but the parent company is not. So that's like a licensing deal. Right. Um so the media portion is filing for bankruptcy. And this is exactly what MLB wants because they're going to funnel all of those people. You're going to be forced. If you want to watch baseball, if you want to watch your home team, you're going to be forced to pay for MLB uh, TV. Yeah. Um, that's what's so, happening. That's what that's happened with happening MLS uh, this year as well. well they, they're on Apple happened. TV. Yep. Yeah. It's also happening with, with the Padres too because they, they no longer, MLB owns all uh, their the stuff. Mets. It happened with the Mets at the beginning of the year, the Padres towards the beginning of the year. Now it's happening with, uh, I believe, the Rockies. The Diamondbacks are also part of this that that Midwest uh, region. Um, so now that RSN is uh, is pretty much gone, um, and then MLB, of course, uh, comes in and shoehorns uh, a program where you can you pay at like a discounted, slightly discounted rate for the remainder of the season. Um, but this is what MLB wants. They 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 want you to subscribe to their subscription subscription package, not watch it through your cable network like NBC Sports or things like that. So 
eventually you're going to have to pay for it like a channel. So we're, we did this whole cord cutting thing and now we're just like, cord, we're, maybe it's not a cord, but you're connected through a subscription. So you got to pay for Netflix. You got to pay for cable TV. But then now all of these sports networks are now a la carte. I mean, look at NFL, yeah. right? They're on YouTube TV with the yeah. NFL Sunday ticket. Right. I actually, um, I, I just pulled up the article for Arizona. Um, in if you're in Arizona's market, it's going to cost you $19.99 per month or $54.99 for the rest of the season to watch the Arizona games on MLB.tv. Right. So, yeah. See, that's that's insane, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a little less than half price, I think. Um, I, think, you know, I, I think full it's price gouging is 120. The consumer. And, it's yeah, totally it's gouging. Still, it's because it's not. Yeah. Your cable rate or your subscription rate for whether we I have YouTube TV. So you're you're going to lose the sports networks off your what whatever subscriber you get your sports from that price is not going to go down. Like they're not, Oh, we lost TV. So we're going to, we're going to cut your, your subscription package by $10 a month. Right. Best case scenario is they'll try to add something else to replace exactly. it and leave it the same. That's the best case scenario. You're going to have to see, pay. That's for not going to happen TV everywhere. Whatever it is, you're going to pay for your existing subscription to watch cable television. And then you're going to have to pay for MLB TV on top of it. So it's actually more expensive and it's happening with the NFL soccer, as you, as you mentioned. Um, so it's just, it, it's destroying the consumer uh, base. It's con- it's totally nonsense what they're doing to fans. Like they wonder why people don't go to games anymore. Why, you know, it you're alienating people. It's look at the cost of a Jersey with no name. on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm surprised um, that the FCC hasn't stepped in and, and consider this like, you know, they're not going I to. mean, you're, you're, you're satirizing the market. I mean, <laughs> No one's gonna want to pay for all these subscriptions. Right, and those yeah. who do it, it's insane. It's probably because you own a bar or something, you know? Yeah. Right. Or like, um, uh, like I have a few of them that like it's covered through my phone plan. Like, so, so like I get a couple of them added on because I have T-Mobile. Like, I get the MLB.TV and I get um MLS uh uh through Apple through T-Mobile. But if you have Verizon, you know. Uh, you might get Netflix for free or Discovery Plus or, I mean, or, you know, whatever the hell it is. Um, you might get some other stuff. So either way, even if you go through some other stuff, it's still not cheap. You're still, you know, yeah. it's still a cell phone bill that's not cheap and you're right. paying for other stuff too. So All yeah, I got to I mean, ask is first time. Yeah, first yeah. time, right? Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, the same thing happened to, happened to Dodger fans when Spectrum Sportsnet LA came into fruition. Yep. You know, yeah. direct TV subscribers couldn't watch Dodger games for two years. Yeah. Laker fans couldn't watch any of the Laker games for like a year and a half or something like that, or half a season until right. direct TV finally struck that deal with Spectrum Sportsnet. So, you know, it's, it's great for the team. You know, it's more money for them to spend on whatever they want, whenever they need. But to if your you guys' have a point, team that spends. if you have a team that spends, <laughs> point taken. But at, at the same time, as you guys mentioned, it screws over the consumer, which is us, the fan bases. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah. j- I just want to uh, run through all the teams that are currently under the Bally Sports umbrella through the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, so uh, they've already lost San Diego and they've lost Arizona now. But the 12 that are still remaining through the end of this baseball season are the Tigers, the Marlins, the Guardians, Royals, Cardinals, Twins, Reds, LA Angels, Atlanta Braves, Texas Rangers, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Brewers. So that, the, I mean, 
basically the entire center of America. But those are teams that are on the. Ones. Those are the teams that are on the Bally RSNs. Yeah, yeah, they're they're on the Bally RSNs. Um, and and I bring that up because Arizona was a Bally uh, RSN right. as well. That's so insane, so that they they were able to leave Phoenix first, but it sounds like the rest of these are going to be holding on at least through the end of the year, uh, unless something dramatic yeah. happens. And then here in the Bay Area, you know, we got the NBC Sports RSN. Um, you know, I I think what's going to happen with those those RSNs. When the contract comes time to renew it, they're just not going to renew it. You know, they're just yeah because they're gonna they're gonna put everything on MOB TV and force new new media contracts. So right, well, are I we, mean, the are Giants we... are part owners of NBC Sports Bay Area, aren't they? They are, yeah. So, so I mean, it's a little bit well, different for the Giants. There's yeah. members, but a lot of, of the Giants. Them. There's members yeah. of the Giants ownership group that also oh. are invested in right. NBC. So. It's tech, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So technically me, separate, but let me let me get this straight. So, so Bally. Media Corp, right? We'll call the media portion of it. Um, they are offloading these teams because they're filing for bankruptcy. Is that is that what I'm getting at, or why would they offload? I guess my what I'm getting to is that why would I why would you offload the Cardinals, who are a hot team, and keep Detroit, who was a because so they they pay no. for a media contract. Let's say you know five hundred million dollars. They can't pay it. So they're yeah, filing Sinclair bankruptcy. is the parent company of Bally. And so Sinclair is trying to cut costs elsewhere because, um, frankly, Sinclair can't pump um, propaganda as easily yeah. through sports programs as it yeah. can through local news. Right. Think, so. think, uh, think of it this way. Like, let's say so let's say you have Amazon and they own Whole Foods Market, which is a grocery chain. Right. They decide we're losing way too much money. Uh, let's just cut lo- cut our losses and just get rid of Whole Foods. That's Amazon still in existence, but they're just getting rid of the Whole Foods grocery chain. That's essentially what this company is doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I was just wondering why they would offload something that wasn't as popular to something that I'm sorry, reverse offload something that was popular. That was, but, but I get it now. I get yeah. it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the money it's, it's, it's always, it's the always money. money. Always the Follow always the money. money. Follow the money. Get your team. I would just think ready. you would have more viewerships on the Diamondbacks because they're hot than you would on a crappy Detroit Tigers team. True. But well, I mean, yeah, ups and downs. I mean, the Tigers were pretty good for a while there in the 2010s. Um, but know, I'm talking mean, about now. But, but yeah, but now, I mean, when those contracts were signed, you know, like yeah, sure. five, ten years ago. Yeah, that's right. I mean, so, that's when they had Prince Fielder. That's when Mickey was mm-hmm. really hitting. That's when they yeah, had Doug. Verlander was winning. Verlander, Fister, yeah. Scherzer. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that was that squad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and was... when they were losing to the Giants in the World Series, like that that time frame. Yeah. yeah. So. Or beating the A's. Or beating the A's. Yeah. And don't forget, John Fisher still sucks. Sell the team. That's right. Got in there. I, John Fisher. I, I got to make my uh, Taylor Swift bracelet that says, uh, fuck John Fisher. That's what I got to do. <laughs> my friendship bracelet. I, I don't think I'm going to give that one away unless somebody really, really uh, asks for it very nicely. No, I you don't give it to someone if they show the Taylor Swift in a cell shirt. You're like, buddy, that's this right. is yours. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. So this if you want, if you want Vince's bracelet, if you're going to the Taylor Swift concert this Saturday, uh, wear Saturday. a cell shirt. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> First one I see, you're getting the uh, the fuck John Fisher uh, wristband uh, bracelet, friendship bracelet that I'm collector's making. item. He will yeah. bring a that's fine right. point it's a, it's sharpie a, and sign it. It's that's a right. uh, one out of one. That's right. <laughs> Limited edition. The colors will be like very nicely made. I, I I I'm very good with the patterns. So um, and when he hands it to you, he'll say these colors don't bleed, baby. 
These colors don't <laughs> run. <laughs> and I will say, and I'm not, and I'm saying this in the least snarkiness ever. As a Dodger fan, I applaud the Giants fan base for backing you guys on this because. Ooh, yeah, I know that's tough for you. It, it is tough for me to say, <laughs> yeah, but right. I do back, I, like I do support Giants fans for like for saying unite the Bay. Like that's that's fucking dope on them, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for it, sure. it really does mean a lot. Um, you know that I mean, it, the Giants fans. Yeah, we we have a healthy little rivalry. We'll talk shit back and forth, but when it comes down to it, this has been a two market team for fifty five years, and we've mostly gotten along for the most hey, part you know so yeah uh someone in the chat just said i want the brakes that's my mom <laughs> <laughs> hi mom shout out mom hey, this is mom. <laughs> it's my mom Dude. all right <laughs> that's great all right. that's great that's funny that's great <laughs> uh, okay Je- so genie you want the bracelet Janae, just, just- Janae. Janae, you want the bracelet? Just, just ask, ask your son to make you a second one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna make you wear that. a cell yeah. shirt. Yeah. Shout out, Papa G. Yeah, uh, my dad's in the chat too. It's a family affair. Where's your dad and where's your mom? No. Yeah. Phenomenal. Hey, my dad's yeah. out there. Your shout dad's... out, Pop. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I think he, that covers it. For my dad's baseball. got that wisdom beard. That's right. Yeah, he he does. Looking like a wise man walking around with his uh big silver fox beard yeah <laughs> legit i saw him the other day i was like damn this man grew a beard in like two weeks this is crazy mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> took me four months to get the beard that i shaved off today, yeah. earlier today so um, <laughs> yeah uh so i guess that covers it for baseball um we can move on uh uh we have one note on the warriors they signed uh Kinonis to a two-way contract and there's still one spot open uh, a lot of fans are trying to get Dwight Howard uh, to sign with the Warriors. We'll see. Isn't he... Honestly, he's in he's in China right now, isn't he? No, or, he's in uh, he's uh, in Korea? Taiwan. He's in Taiwan. He's in Taiwan. Oh, Taiwan. Okay. Honestly, you're not going to really get anything with the Warriors. Have the Warriors don't have an MLE right now. They yeah. gave it to to uh, what's his name from OKC or formerly OKC. So, um, yeah, if Dwight Howard's my only option, I'll take it as a mentorship. I'm cool. I'm, I'll nah. take it. I'll take it's it. A big body. What else you gonna get? You you want another point guard? Because I'm sure they'll get 25 more of those. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, point guards I, grow on trees. Seven footers don't. There's a reason Seven why are Dwight trees. Howard is playing in Taiwan or wherever the hell, and no other team wants well, to. The the other name that I heard flirted with the Warriors that I'd be interested. In, I I would I would kick the tires on it. Would be Rudy Gay. I kick the tires on that one for sure. He'd be a, basically another power but, forward, but, but yeah, it, it would be, you know, what Andre Iguodala was doing basically last year, you know, yeah. kind like mostly coach, but occasionally allowed to play if his body allows him to, um, uh, uh, Daniel, there's been some Laker, uh, movement too. Like, uh, anything you want to bring up? Um, not really. I mean, just besides that, the Dodgers released, uh, what they're going to, sh- what they're going to have on, uh, LA Lakers night. They are oh. paying homage to the late great Kobe Bryant with his uh, with an eight and twenty four snakeskin like Mamba jersey. It's pretty dope. Um, yeah. As a po- other than that, my uh, my my buddy in uh, he's now in Texas. I I didn't think he was gonna join here, but he joined. Uh, he said Dwight Howard's shoulders should have their own contract. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will say he's like when he like um I know he's in Taiwan, but he did just like win the MVP in Taiwan, right? I mean, like he did play well. Um, Actually, he there, like so. averaged almost a triple double, almost like yeah, every night. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I'm good. Taiwan. <laughs> no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm 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 not saying that I'm in. I'm I'm not in, but I'm also not not in. I guess like I if, mean if, nobody was if it in does with, happen with Chris Paul. Yeah, I mean we're I we're mean, already we already brought in Chris Paul. So I mean, what else can they do to make? Let's just cry? be it a matter. team of let's just be a team of monsters. We got we got Draymond. We tried that in 2019. Uh, it I, do, I did want to ask you guys about this. Uh, you you guys here? Did you guys listen to this podcast that Draymond did and just yeah keeps talking about the punch yeah and yeah. it'd probably be best if he just stops talking yeah he needs to stop bringing it up like if you really want to move forward from it and like focus on the here and now bro like F- focus on a three-point shot ouch <laughs> yeah I, when i when i heard the podcast i was just completely like dude like why are you talking about this with with Pat Bever? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, all, I don't know if, if Pat Bev gave him the best wine he's ever had in his life because I know they're both like wine connoisseurs. But stop talking about it, man. Move on. Yeah, man, it just like, like X. It just seems like Jordan Poole has moved on. You know, he obviously got traded. But he don't talk about it. He's just like moved on. He's trying to move on with his life, with his career, and it just. Like I've been a Draymond defender, and now, like, dude, now you look petty for not being able to move on, and then yeah. getting into it with like his dad on Twitter. <laughs> like, come on, dude, move on, move can, on. Yeah. Can, can I, one of y'all tell him to stop trying to make fetch happen? Like, right. <laughs> stop. Bro. Yeah, I mean, I I said a few episodes ago that I think say what you want about Jordan Poole, but he he did an excellent job of just flying under the radar for the whole season and just not making it a big deal. I mean, he didn't show up in the playoffs, but never once did he mention that punch or say anything about it. So, and it seems like he's so focused on not worrying about it. So yeah, I, uh, I appreciate Jordan Poole's uh, uh, mindset and resilience to not uh, bring it up like Draymond does in five seconds. That's that so. championship mentality. Championship DNA. <laughs> it's a make or miss league. That's right. What else can we get Sam to roll his eyes about? Um, anything yeah, that did. Mark Jackson says? Well, um, I hate to break it to you. Mark Jackson did not get fired. So uh, you get more of that. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He, he uh, has to be the worst, like, ex-sports commentator, like, athlete now commentator. He's terrible. Yeah, I, I think he's pretty bad, especially that he's one bad the for being Nuggets. the number one guy. I will yeah. say that if he was like, you know, your third or your fourth one, I think he'd be fine. But as the number one guy, it's yeah, it's it's not good. Like He's going to be even more levitating, like elevated now that, you know, Van Gundy's Stan gone. Van, too. Stan, yeah, Stan Van being gone is not going to he's yeah, he's going to get even uh, more work. Jeff, oh. Jeff, Jeff Van. Van Gundy, Jeff Van Gundy. Sorry, yeah. Mr. Mr. Cling onto the Charles Spreewell's leg. Yeah, <laughs> I forget about I that. I still one. remember that. Yep. Oh, that was so man. bad. That's good. That's good. We're all broken now. Apparently, we're yeah. just trying to make everybody go. Oh my god! All right. Um, I think that's that's basically it for basketball. Not Hold much. On, I got. Really I gotta happened. say, my favorite Mark Jackson quote it, of okay. all time. It was the uh, Lakers hand down, man down. Oh. No, nah, Lakers versus the Nuggets this year. It was um, 
uh, LeBron James, just being LeBron James, and you said, I may have been the greatest of all time once, but tonight I can show you why I was the, the greatest once. Nice. Top right. commentating by Mark Jackson. Wow. <laughs> My brain just exploded. I'm I'm done. Um, Mama, yeah. there goes that man. Mama, there go that man again. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing that Mark Jackson has said that we can all vehemently agree on is that he agreed and attested that Steph and Clay Thompson is the best shooting backcourt the the NBA has ever seen. And I will die on that hill and agree with that. Best shooting backcourt. That's like the one thing he got right. Yeah, exactly. Broken clocks and whatnot. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's accurate. That's Bro, accurate. sometimes I honestly wonder. Sometimes it strikes midnight. If Clay would have stayed healthy, how much far behind he would have been behind Steph? Yeah, Honest, yeah. Honestly, I don't think he would have been that much far, because Steph got hurt too for like yeah. almost a full season. I think it was like three quarters when, of the season. When Steph, uh, excuse me, when Clay got hurt and he was coming back, we actually at that time I I don't know if you guys remember we we took like the averages of what Clay was getting in his career. Oh yeah. yeah and then yeah. we did like an average of like, we projected what he would be at. And I mean, dude, he would end up like top three. I think we saw some, I think we added it up and it was like, Curry would be number one. And then clay would be like number three. I think we, I think we projected that he would finish just behind um, Reggie. Ray Miller, I think it was Ray, or Ray Allen. Allen. Yeah. Ray Allen. Ray Allen. Yeah. So but he still he still has a chance to finish like top five, top six, I think. Yeah, and, and that's you know losing two prime years, and as that's well, losing so. two seasons. So, well, what's cool about them is that he could be like Mike Dunleavy or uh, I, I can't remember uh, Kyle Korver. You know, like may not be there defensively, but hell, you need a guy in a corner three. Ray Allen, you need yeah. a guy in a corner. Ray Allen's the end of his career, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you Still you can just rally up threes all all the rest of your career. You don't have to play uh, defense at all anymore. Bro, I speaking of Kyle Korver, I still remember that four that four three pointers in a row that he had against uh God was it against the Nets when he was with the Hawks? The Nets against the Hawks on a on a, on um oh gosh. It was to end the game. Um Yeah, he, uh, just, he just caught fire. I I remember that. Yeah. I could but see this. Clay having a bit of a I don't I don't want to say a bounce back year, but a more consistent year. Um, right. Oh, he okay. They ran the numbers on him. He still averaged like over 300 plus threes this season, which was insane that he was able to do that, right? Because he had a terrible start to the season shooting the ball. Yeah. And he still averaged like, I think they did the numbers. It was like still over 300. He still shot uh, over 34% from deep. Right. And had a terrible season. So I fully believe with fresh legs, he's already played a full season. He, he's going to have a better season this year than he did it, last year. It takes about two years to fully recover from major leg injuries, ACL, um, he's had know, two Achilles tendon, you know, all those kind of injuries. It takes two full years to come back and he's going to be right around two years, fully healed um, pro- right around December. So, um, so that, I mean, that's, that's your, that's your time frame. Like he, he may start off, mid again this year but by the by the time uh december rolls around christmas time i fully expect clay to be like you said i calling it a bounce back might be a little bit weird but kind of what it would be you know i i would argue that if he has a better season this year than he did the previous year he might be in contention to be comeback player of the year that might be an award for him that he could win um also too i want to point out how much i love clay 
Clay was in Greece. Maybe he left Greece because there's giant fires going on in Greece. I didn't think about that until now. But anyways, he was in Greece enjoying his vacation um, and then left in the middle of his vacation to go to Moody's basketball camp to make sure he was there to show up for it. So um, just a great stand-up guy, man. Team chemistry all the way. I love Clay. That's the reason why I only have Clay jerseys and not Steph jerseys. Plus, he, he gives you the best interviews. What NBA player is walking around New York and giving you scaffolding uh, interviews? Uh, no yeah. one except it, Clay Thompson. Finding toasters. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my guy. That yeah. I don't that's I don't fair. know if I said this. I think I told you guys this off air, but I actually uh, had a run in with uh, Clay Thompson right right before he signed his first. He was still in the rookie deal, and he was about to sign his first uh, contract extension. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was at the uh, Berkeley Marina. And I'm walking around, and uh, this dog comes running up. There's a tennis ball, rolls my way, and a dog comes running up. It turns out to be Rocco. And I'm like, hey, you know, hey, buddy. And uh, I look up, and Clay Thompson's walking towards me. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's Clay Thompson. <laughs> so what do I do? I don't say anything. I just do this. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening on the podcast, it's a very sheepish wave. And then what does Clay Thompson do? Is it right back? He he matches energy. He matches energy. That's I love that. Went, I love like the oh. same wave, dude. Like he just hey <laughs> walked off with Rocco. That was my run-in with Clay. So there was an article that came out and it was like former players and, and some current players talking about their best Clay Thompson stories. And one of my favorite ones was the one with Jarrett Jack. Okay. If y'all remember Jarrett Jack here, um, they were in, a doppelganger. Yeah. They were in Atlanta and uh, they were going to go to a club and Clay wasn't with them. So they asked Clay to come meet him at the club. So Clay shows up to the club and they were like, Hey Clay, you know, did you drive here? How'd you get here? You know, he just showed up and he goes, Oh, I was at a bar down the street. And, uh, this couple said they were going to go to this club. So we, uh, split the, uh, the cab fare and went all the way down here. And they were like a couple, which couple? And Clay just points at a random couple in the club. I was like, those people, <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? He's like six foot six and being like, Hey, you guys want to go to a club? You want to split the cab fare? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, is it fair to say that? Is it fair to say that Clay is the Keanu Reeves of the NBA? Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. I think so. I think that 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 would be a fair assessment. I think. Um, all right. As much as I could talk about Clay forever, I think we do got to move on a little bit. Um, Clayanu Reeves. Yeah, Clayanu. Perfect. There's the button. There it is. All right. So uh, I do have one note for the Sharks and for hockey. that Carlson is still waiting to be traded and, but he has spoken to four different teams that we know of. He spoke to Pittsburgh, Carolina, Toronto, and Seattle. And he also lists a few more teams as well. And that's in quotes from uh Shang Peng who does, um, who covers the sharks uh, all over the place. So um, uh, if you want more sharks info, definitely follow Shang. He's uh, he's great. Um, but yeah, so we're just kind of waiting to see it's that no movement clause. That's really, um, hampering yeah. the uh, sharks a bit right now so well also his ridiculous contract that most teams don't want to take on anyway yeah. so so he, he wants to go to a contender i get that um the sharks are not on that timeline um so we'll see we'll see how that goes we'll see where he ends up going 
Um, uh, he's also said that he doesn't really have a particular team in mind, which yes. is nice. Um, uh, he, he has like, I don't know, probably six or seven teams in mind. It's not like, I mean, he may have a favorite as well, but he would be willing. It sounds like he would be willing to accept a move to, I don't know. He's, I mean, he mentioned four teams uh, publicly and then two more, uh, at least a, he said a, a few more teams. So, I mean, I'm looking if, at. If the Sharks were to get everything they need from like the Coyotes, Carlson's not being like, oh, I'm going to no. wait my deal. Oh, no, 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 no. So, I mean, I'm not saying he'll take any have to be team. To I'm a saying winner. it'd be, it'd be, it'd have to be a contender for sure. Yeah. Uh, anybody that was in the playoffs last year that, you know, is maybe a piece away, maybe two pieces away, but they're close, you know? I think that's that's a team that he would be willing to move. Um, so like, Seattle was in the uh, Seattle went to the second round last year, I believe, right? Uh, first year in the playoffs. So yeah. So 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 like like Carolina, you think? Carolina would be a contender. Yeah, uh, reunite with Burnsy. Um, that'd be a lot of offensive chaos and um, uh, somebody else having to clean up on the back end for mistakes for sure. Um, yeah. But you know, a, a couple of really great offensive minded defensemen in Carolina if he does end up going there. And they've they've worked out deals with Carolina before, obviously, you know, Burnsy. Burnsey. Yeah. <laughs> so, Makes, sense. Makes uh, sense. So I mean, uh they've danced with them. Uh Pittsburgh, that would be uh a little rough for me to see. <laughs> um uh, yeah. Yeah, that that would kind of hurt a little bit. Um Toronto, Seattle, uh, I, I Toronto on paper always looks like they should be able to get something done in the playoffs. And then they always find a way to fuck it up. So yeah. uh, I, I don't know how willing he, uh, he, he mentioned Toronto publicly. So they're, they're in contention, uh, but well, I, don't know I only have two teams. I don't want them to go to Pittsburgh and, and Vegas. Just don't go to those two teams. And I don't, I don't care where you go. You can go to yeah. Seattle for all I care. I, I'll be cool with it. I don't I mean, care yeah. about seeing you. That Toronto. would be cracking. I see what you did there. Nice. I mean, Toronto and Carolina would definitely be intriguing. Because, yeah. I mean, to your point, Toronto always does look good on paper. And I think they could have made a deep run if they would have got their shit together. But for whatever reason, man, just like you said, Toronto just always finds a way to slip up and just make mistakes. And Maple Leaf's going to Maple Leaf, man. Maple Leaf's going to Maple Leaf. Yeah. Um, you know? you're, you're wearing a hockey jersey today. Um yeah. Uh, what, what do you think's going on with the Kings like like uh, this offseason? How, how do you it's, like what's going on? It's too quiet, and I don't like very it. Quiet. It's yeah. very quiet on this side of the ice, and it's like, I mean, I went when 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 Matthews' contract went up, and I'll talk about Austin Matthews. I wanted mm-hmm. the Kings to go after him aggressively, but unfortunately, that's just not Rob Blake's style. He just wants to shore up the defense and thinks that the defense is going to win this our you know our next Stanley Cup. And clearly what we needed in the, in the season, what, clearly what we needed in the playoffs was scoring. Because the minute that we lost Fiala, our offense went to shit. But that makes yeah. total sense because your first round pick in the draft this year was a defensive player. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Blake knows what he knows. You know? Exactly my point, man. Uh, he, he, he wore it a, a C for both our teams, both the Sharks and the Kings for a long but time. Don't- don't was, worry though. You, your second pick in the NFL draft was also a defensive. It's also a defensive player. NHL. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just and just in case you were wondering, yeah, there probably was another defenseman picked in the third round. <laughs> I stopped paying attention after the first two, but yeah. I was just like, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. But yeah, man. Like the minute Matthews' contract went up, and the minute like an offense. I mean, can you imagine an offensive weapon like Austin Matthews in LA? Number one, what it does to the offense. Number two, what it does to the brand because. 
people Star forget. Power. No, not only that, Austin Matthews is half Mexican. What is yeah. the primary demographic of people in Los Angeles? Yeah. Latinos, yeah. Me Mexicanos. Mm -hmm. Do you have any idea what that does for marketing? Like, yeah, he yeah, don't play defense, dude. No, he doesn't. But he makes. <laughs> but but he does make people miss. You, can, do you have any idea how dope it would be to be sitting at Crypto.com Arena, making have him make somebody miss and have everybody in the crowd go Ole! <laughs> Come on, that's, prob that's probably what the LA the LA front office was like. Yeah, but he don't play defense, dude. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm I'm counting down the days when crypto becomes not your your main uh, advertising uh, for the for the uh, stadium. I want, <laughs> that's I want such the, a terrible I want name. Staples Center back so badly, dude. Yeah. I still call it Staples Center. I mean, did you hear the joke that uh, that ever since they named it the Crypto Center means yes, that all the bloods it, won't show up? <laughs> yeah, because it's called the Crypt. <laughs> you can blame Snoop for that one, bro. <laughs> Stoop That's also good. said that uh, he was high one time and realized uh, Mercedes has three E's in it and they're all pronounced differently. So, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ideas. Yeah. Ideas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Which is not wrong. I, I, you know, you, you know, you mouth that as soon as you heard that. You're like, oh, it is three different E's yeah. and they all sound different. Yeah. <laughs> you You're not point. wrong, sir. You're not wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, the Carlson thing. It's it's a it's a TBD at this point, but uh, yeah, just don't go to Vegas and uh, don't go to uh, Pittsburgh. I don't care where else you go. You can even go to to the Kings for a little. I really don't I, it, care. That's it does sound happen. like um, Pittsburgh is the front runner at the moment, but yeah, like I said, any of these teams, uh, Pittsburgh, Carolina, Toronto, Seattle, especially, um, they're they're in it. Like they're they're in the hunt. They're not eliminated from possibility. It was, He's personally it was, spoken with them. So it would is never, there a deadline that they got to get this done by? No, not not no. really. Just the start of the season, I would think. Yeah, um, yeah it, you, you want to get this never done happen, for training Vince. camp. It would never happen. But let's just say, what if what if the trade was a straight up <laughs> Crosby for 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 uh, for Carlson? That'd be the happen. stupidest trade in Penguins <laughs> history. Would you hey, yeah. would you take well because Crosby's? Let's be honest, he's he's probably more towards the tail end than he is at the prime at this point, right? Yeah, I and mean, I and still... I would argue that Carlson is prime. So I'm not trying to make this trade valid. It's not a valid trade. No, but... it's. They well, wouldn't would you, be making would the you, deal. They wouldn't be making this deal if they had to give up Crosby to do it. So I, I will not entertain such lunacy. I what about to the Ducks? Oh, the Anaheim God. Fox? To the Anaheim oh, Fox? I don't know. I just God. wanted to say uh, uh, Edward Gabrielson's uh, comment in the chat. He said the Ducks. I don't think the Ducks <laughs> even have the capital to move. No, it's just to tick yeah. Vince off. Yeah. <laughs> That's my dad. Thanks, dad. Appreciate it. I'm just going to go hold my head underwater for a little bit. Oh, my God. That's something a duck would do. <laughs> uh, anyways, anyways. Speaking of speaking of ducks, Vince, I don't think we have anything else about soccer, so let's move to a goat. Messi. Messi. Yes. Oh, yes. That MLS debut with Inter-Miami. Where he uh, scored in the 90th minute from was it like 25 yards out, just Beautiful. like from a set piece. It was uh, it was then, really giving me shades of Jamie Tart in season two of Ted Lasso. <laughs> it really then, was. I said this in the pre-show. Um, he proceeded they told to run him for three minutes. Roy Kent was like, run. "Little prick's gonna score from out there." 
Yeah, for sure. And then he proceeded to waste like three minutes running around the whole entire pitch. (laughs) We'll just kill the whole clock. Fuck the other team. (laughs) They don't need a chance to score anyways. They had like four minutes. Let's just kill three of it. (laughs) Yeah, Might as well. That's what I I love about about soccer, man. It's like how, I mean, they did added time, right? Because it was in the added time, right? So Mm -hmm. it was, I think it was like five minutes. Messi wasted three minutes. What are you going to do? You can't just tack on another three minutes. You add on like two of those three wasted minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's to the ref's discretion. If if he feels like he can add a little bit more time, he'll add a little bit more time. But yeah. yeah. I mean, and the the crazy thing is that something that not a lot of people are talking about is that it wasn't an MLS on MLS goal. It was an MLS on a Liga Mexicana goal. Yeah. You know, so even more, even more that much more impressive. Yeah, it was against what Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul. Uh, Cruz Azul. Yeah, Cruz Azul, which is not a they're not a laughing stock of a team. They're a no, no, good, yeah, they're a pretty good team. Yeah, in, in the Mexican league. So, but you know what's funny is that uh, Inter Miami is a laughing stock of the MLS because they're in dead last. Like, yeah, for absolute now. dead for now. Last. For, for now. now, bro. For now, they just got to get to ninth to get into the playoffs, though. So well, I mean. I mean, there's another thing that just popped up. They just got permission to sign another non-U.S. player, and a lot of people are saying they might go after Luis Suarez. So there oh, might be a Suarez-Messi reuni- reuni- uh, reuniting. So it's, so, so it's going to be biting and kicking? Biting and kicking and um, <laughs> kicking and screaming. That's right. What, yeah. do you, what do you guys, on a different note, what do you guys think about this uh, Saudi Arabia, Arabia offering $332 million? So Mbappe? Uh, for Mbappe. Mbappe, yeah. Oh my God. Damn. Um, he's. Uh, I, I think he said that he's not really interested. Um, and then Giannis ended a compo said, "I'll take it. I look like Mbappe." <laughs> yeah, I did see that. But I, I also heard that the the president of France has come out multiple times, and literally, I mean, at this point, will this is- literally suck his Mbappe's penis to make sure he stays in France. Like that's how serious he does not want. He Mbappe. said it multiple times because, because like Daniel said, he knows how crucial Mbappe is to the culture of France. Like it would be if the Kings were to get a player that is culturally acceptable for that area, that would make money. Yep. Mbappe is like the BTS of France. Like he brings in so much money for them it'd be insane to, to have him walk yeah. away. So, somebody so asked hype. for a um, basketball comparison to what Mbappe was offered um, uh, from this, uh, from this uh, uh, Saudi Arabian team. And somebody basically said, this would be like um, the Shanghai Sharks offering $1.1 billion to LeBron James at, it, it, and he like like uh when he peak. was about to sign with the heat yeah like peak, that's peak that's the, that that's the comp right there and i think that's a very excellent comp that's the, the I, 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 no notes 10 out of 10 like the barbie yeah. movie 10 out of 10 no notes. oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i mean some i mean can, can you say no to 330 million i know i wouldn't well no he's no. Uh, his contract would be seven. 40 million or whatever the hell it is the, the oh 338 or whatever that was that's that was just to, right? to, to, that was like, just to yeah. buy the contract yeah, that I, was just the total. I think the total amount of money is like over a billion that they it's would have 1. to pay 1. 1. 1. 1. 1.1 1.1 bill but Mbappe wouldn't get the payout money obviously the, no the he'd get, get only 700 money. or whatever he'd get the, yeah. he'd get the change yeah 
But but you know that the the France is going to be like whatever. It's a blank check, Mbappe. You stay here because we'll make that money back by you just True. staying. True. You know, yeah. so on yeah. PSG. So I mean, he is the face of French soccer right now. I mean, this guy almost broke. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he almost broke Pe- uh, Pele's record at the World Cup. Yeah. He he was one yeah. goal short. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a generational talent, and you know, PSG would should be definitely be shooting themselves if they let somebody like him go well i mean psg had messi right they had messi they had uh yeah, him, messi. they have mbappe they have ne- they had neymar uh, neymar yeah that's the mm-hmm. other one too they had suarez too i think at one point mm, I don't no i don't think I, so I, I, yeah they had but... they had a defensive player well Suarez isn't really defensive but i mean they had another big name and i can't i can't remember right now but they They're PSG, the only PSG really... is not what I'm getting at is PSG is not uh, uh, dying with money. They have plenty of money to blow. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. whatever Mbappe's They're, price tag is, they'll pay it. It's basically them and Olympique Leon are like the only two um, like big, big, like perennial Champions League teams from the French League. Um, yeah. Uh, but they're always in it. And like, like they're, you know, like you said, they got money to burn. And it sounds like Mbappe is going to leave um, PSG anyway. So that's kind of why they've opened up this um, discussion about uh, getting him transferred somewhere else. But I mean, honest opinion, if, if, if he were to leave, I don't want him to go to Saudi. Nobody wants to go to a Saudi Arabian league. No mm-hmm. one's watching that. Y'all want him to go to a European league. If he's going to go somewhere, that's EPL. what you want to see. Yeah, you want to see, see him on Man City, Man U. You I want to see him in, wanna... in the EPL. I want to see him in the Premier League. He should be yeah. at Earthquake. Yeah. oh yeah i guess fisher's gonna spend money on that right yeah (laughs) exactly no uh but you want to see him in those leagues man you want to see him in in the premier league for sure Uh, yeah you want to see him in the premier league or the bundesliga um i think those yeah you know put put him on like um you mean or la liga even or la liga too yeah i mean put him on madrid put him on um uh munich put him in manchester wrexham um Bro, you know what's crazy? Okay, so I, I know that's next to our topic here. So I watched uh I'm not gonna say the one selling our doc here, but I watched the other friendlies they did with LA Galaxy and uh with um why would I look at the other team? It wasn't Man United, it was uh It was Chelsea. Manchester. Chelsea, thank you, Chelsea. I know they were blue. Um man, I know that LA Galaxy's B squad was out there, but they made Rexham team look good. But when I was watching the game against Chelsea. Dude, the way that Chelsea, or at least a Premier League team, moves the ball and is just faster defensively, everything is faster. I it's... I totally see like how much further Wrexham really has to go. Like yeah. it is right. light years away. It's, yeah, totally. It's, it's the difference between you know a filet mignon and a freaking piece of fatty ass meat. You know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sir, I love brisket. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's yeah, yeah. It, it's bad. Like it, it's like a, a a single A team against um the, the know, Baltimore Orioles this year. No, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's just it's just so it's so vastly different. I mean the way they move the ball. I even watched the uh, the AC Milan game because I wanted to see uh, Pulisic and dude. Even the way they move, it's just it's Wrexham is not yeah it's it's yeah. a whole nother level yeah it's I mean they're, they're they're in the fourth tier now of English soccer and frankly that's that's where they belong they can definitely you know they, they have the guns to win that level league 
but when they get it like if if even if they win the fourth level when they get to the um the third level that's where they're gonna be running into a little bit of problems unless they start you know expanding the budget some more on players and talents. yeah because that's I where mean, you really so, got to start spending. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so Wrexham, uh, we'll just say it. Wrexham is going to play a friendly against Man United tomorrow at seven thirty. Uh, it's on ESPN, so you can watch that as well. But also, I think they stopped having their uh, junior camps because it was costing too much money. But now that they've got this influx of money, that they're going to reopen up those junior camps. Um, so for anyone who's who doesn't or isn't really aware of the situation. Basically, what you want Wrexham to do is grow some talent that's really good, good enough to be sold so that way you can get the money to go buy better players. So you need this training camp or the junior camp to get a you know more influx of money coming in that you're not going to already get from just being in the European Football League as well, too. So um, they, have, they have a way to go. They have they, – they're – yeah, this isn't like this, is not, this isn't this win the next league, overnight. then win the next one, then win the next one. No, this is gonna take some time. They, yeah. they they completed phase one. It took them two years to get into like fully professional soccer. To get into money at least. Get yeah. into the money, uh to, to the real money. So Yeah. So you you wanna get talent. It's basically the A's. You're you're gonna be the A's for the next few years until you get to like maybe closer to the championship league or knocking on the door. Because um, at that point, you probably have talent and or you're able to afford talent to move up to the next tier of football. So um, good luck. Our yeah. Rexham are still our A's. So uh, at least I got something to root All for. All right. One last soccer thing we need to mention. It's the Women's World Cup um, 2023 USA. Uh, they beat Vietnam 3-0. Uh, and it wasn't as close as the score might indicate. Um, it, it looked like a training ground. That, that nobody has really any tape on Vietnam. Um, so, but um, USA handled business absolutely. Uh, next match is against the Netherlands, 6 p.m. Pacific time, and that's going to be on Wednesday. Um, I forgot to type that in there, but <laughs> there it is. Uh, so yeah, we're um, so this is the group stage. Um, they'll have one more game after this, after Wednesday against the Netherlands. I think that's Sunday, maybe. I, uh, I no, it's Wednesday against the Netherlands, and right. then uh. Tuesday gets next Tuesday. Oh, gets oh it's, it's almost a week. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, this is happening in um, New Zealand and Australia. So uh, all these games are going to be at weird times. Um, this one's not so weird. 6 p.m. Pacific. That's manageable. But there are a lot of games that are happening basically overnight. Yeah. Um, you can catch the highlights on um, YouTube TV. It's <laughs> true. Uh, yeah. And, and watch some immensely talented women. Uh, like France had that one commercial um, basically hyping up their women's team, but they like did like, you know, some crazy CGI where it made it look like the men's players. And then they're like, but wait a second. And then they undid it and showed it was actually the women making all these fantastic plays to try to hype up. Like uh, these women are incredibly skilled. Um, so if, if you want to see some uh, really good soccer, uh, really good football, uh, check out the world cup happening right now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of crazy because they were they were talking about who they uh, they were asking a bunch of the women on the U.S. team who they thought was going to score the first goal. My first thought was like Alex Morgan or maybe you know somebody else. <laughs> Everybody was like, "Oh, Sophia Smith's going to score. Sophia Smith's going to score." Sure enough, she's the one that scored the first goal in the 14th yeah. minute. It was wild. Yeah, I can't believe Alex Morgan actually missed the penalty. Oh, um, dude. Yeah, she she she. That's only the second time ever she's missed a penalty. So I mean, Whoa. she's pretty much automatic. 
from the spot, but yeah, not happens. not on this past game on Friday. But um, I'm sure she'll make up for it at some point. Um, yeah, she'll shake it off. Oh, oh my god! god. Ah! Um, tonight we do have. I think it's at 7 p.m. Pacific. I believe it's Colombia against yeah Colombia against Germany. No, not Germany. Yeah. I know Colombia is playing tonight. Only reason I know is because of my best friend's Colombian against South Korea. That should be a good game. Hmm. Well, I know the German men's team is uh, ranked uh, lower than the uh, than the men's team. So, just want to let you know, USA all the way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Go I I I don't have much more in soccer. I know we're getting a little pressed here for time here. So, let's uh, let's let let's let uh, uh, Sam be able to uh, you know voice his opinions on the next few topics we got going on all right so uh let's just set this up this is nfl talk um this is what the tie the ep- the episode title is we're talking it's training camp training uh, camp's here uh it's time to it. get get mad let's go get hyped up let's go time to watch the jets on fucking hard knocks again they're already fighting each other they're already uh i saw one meme aaron Rodgers looks like um he's wearing a kid's costume of aaron Rodgers, like it just it, the, the, the pads look so small um the jersey's like cut up to like almost his shoulder it's it, it's i saw the one where they the little green dude from the flintstones um they made him look like oh the little uh, martian dude the little martian the, the, dude from the great the... kazoo or yeah, great kazoo. Yeah. yeah i saw that one nice all right so sam uh your uh your team the raiders have made a couple of interesting things happen. A couple of recent developments. Uh, let's start with uh, Marcus Peters signing a one-year contract. I mean, you got to do something. Um, mm-hmm. Their secondary has been, their defense have uh, other than Max Crosby has been pretty absent uh, for a few seasons. Uh, for a long time, they have. I, I can't even remember the last time they were in a top fifteen defense. Like I don't even remember. Um, them being a probably the Super Bowl year, somewhere around there. Um, yeah, I think. I it's mean, because the team wasn't good at all for the longest time, right? So, so, I think it's a decent signing as far as uh, you get a. I know it's he's thirty. He's probably he's coming off of his worst season as a pro. Um, but I th- I think there's a little bit left in the tank. I think it's uh good for uh maybe some of the younger players. Um, you know, it puts a, a dog on that team. Um, you know, so I like that signing. Um, you gotta make a move. I'm hoping um they figure out this Josh Jacobs thing though. Yeah, Josh Jacobs was seen uh going on a plane that was departing Vegas yeah. uh, earlier today. So he's not gonna be there for the start of training camp. Um, and I mean, the Raiders isn't, aren't just pissing off Jacobs; they're pissing up, the, pissing off Devonte too, because mm-hmm. Devonte has spoken out about it. And I'm like, yep. dude, like you need to have somebody like Josh Jacobs out on the field because it takes away the attention from all your other offensive weapons. Like if you gotta, if you gotta stack the box, that opens up the pass game. And if you fall for the pass game, well, then that just opens up the lanes for Josh Jacobs. You know, I think out of all the major sports, the NFL is probably what I watch the most. I mean, I watch pretty much any team. Um, if it's a football game, the football game is on. I'm probably watching it. And one side of me, I understand the the running back position has just been devalued financially over the past decade or so. 
and you know investing we've seen so many run like Darren McFadden right the the Raiders invested in Darren McFadden he just couldn't stay healthy um and we see that across the league you know there's been so many running backs that teams invest in and they can't stay healthy or, or the shelf life is you know three to four years um so financially I get it and you you have a league that's more of a, a running back by committee. Um, so financially, I understand. However, I, I do believe there's a way to pay Josh Jacobs this season and take care of him for this season. And um, other like there's no one you're going to use that money on right now defensively to save your defense or improve your team you're not going to make that signing or trade in July. So you might as well take care of your dude because we know all NFL contracts mean not for long, you know, so you might as well take care of him for the one year. It's fantasy money at this point. And the Raider fans that are like, ah, you know, we need a change of, we need a change of uh culture. We need to get more, you know, because there's people that are defending this that are saying you shouldn't pay a running back, but, it's it's not your money and you're not in the front office and who are you going to use that money on in july right now that's going to fix the raiders so you might as well give it to somebody who is still productive i mean you got marcus peters yeah but that that that's not going to be money i i'm not 100 percent sure like like i i don't know if marcus peters is washed or not I, I, he's coming off his worst season ever. Is this a continuing downtrend or is he going to rebound? Like you asked the question, I think you right. think they said, and you hope that he's going to bounce back, but we don't know. I mean, the NFL definitely chews guys up and spits them out. Um, best sure. case scenario is Russ is, is uh, Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters uh, basically turns into what Sherman was for the Niners in his second year with the Niners, uh, right. where he's makes a pro bowl and, He's a mentor for the young guys and he, you know, all kinds of good stuff happens. Um, and you hope that he doesn't end up like that third year with the Niners where he just ends up injured the entire time. Right. I mean, they Can't said play. he looked really, really good. Uh, you know, and yeah, that's obviously I mean, just reports, but you know, you got Max Crosby, you, you know, maybe Chandler Jones flashes back to form, you know, you spent uh, your first round draft pick um, on the, on another defensive lineman. Um you know, you're trying to improve the line, so maybe if you, you could get after the quarterback, you make some uh, bad throws, and, uh, you know, Marcus Peters still leads the league. Since he's come into the league, he leads the league in interceptions and uh, pick sixes. Yep. So uh, maybe maybe that's something. It's um, hopeful, but I'm, I'm, I'm just not a fan of this uh, Josh McDaniels, Patriots West thing. You and I are on um, the same page, bro. I just don't think it's going to work. Um, but that's me. And I tried to put my doubt aside the pre, you know, when Josh McDaniels took over this team, the team went to the playoffs with, with the interim coach, with all of the drama, they went to the playoffs with an interim coach. And I think they should say to say that this team, when Josh McDaniels took over to say that this team, the roster was a problem. They were in the playoffs. You can't, you can't tell me any different. Yeah, that's fair. Well, Vince, what about your 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 mini camps, your training camps? Um, nothing really to report right now. I haven't. I haven't. I'll be honest. I haven't really paid as much attention as I should have. Um, 
it basically um you know everybody's either about to get paid or already is paid for the Niners um it Brock Purdy's looking closer and closer to um actually being able to go maybe in the as, first game of the regular season I as soon know. as I asked you about your team I went oh my god I forgot Jimmy Pornhub G passed his physical yep. so oh yeah officially yep. have a quarterback yeah congratulations <laughs> to the Raiders they have their quarterback they got their guy <laughs> want to see my excited face this is my excited <laughs> face yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, uh, there's there's not much in my training camp there's only two things in my training camp um they still haven't announced when they're going to wear those kelly green jerseys so i'm a little annoyed i want to know when those are coming out um and then two um cj gardner johnson looked at the 49, 49ers roster and said hold my beer and became public enemy number one so can't wait until that team comes into philadelphia you think cj gardner so johnson thought our fans were annoying then and he was on the team. Vince, Vince did you uh, see the or hear the uh, audio of when um, Debo was on a Philadelphia radio station? Um, you, you you'll have this? to refresh my memory. Wait, so wait. Debo was on a on an interview, and um, the radio host was asking him some questions about, well, you said if Brock Purdy was healthy, you would have beat the Eagles and blah, blah, blah. And was kind of rehashing some of the comments that Debo said after the game. Okay, yeah. And Debo wasn't having it and just basically handed the phone over um, to his PR person. So she gets on the phone and she gets, she's oh, like, that is not a good look. Debo oh. is uh, going into training camp. So uh, bye. Like, <laughs> she, she hit the bye. She, did she really hit the bite? I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> that's, that's fucking great. great. I love that's that. That's fucking great. <laughs> oh, it's so I do, no, do want to point it was out. Actually okay, look. Interesting. It was actually interesting to hear some of the like radio people talk about this because some people were like, oh, that's a bad look for Debo. But then a bunch of radio people were like, that's a bad look for the radio host, dude, because, mm -hmm. you know, because it happens all the time. Like, so, um, there was quite a few radio hosts that were like kind of pulling back the curtain on, on real radio. And that, you know, when you have like a weekly hit, you're bringing on a player every week. Um, that's, there's no contract. Like, it's not like you have to sit through this. The, the player can pull the plug at any time and the host can pull the plug at any time. So it's kind of a, a two way street. So, you know, Debo, was like you know he he said he was like man you're kind of bringing up stuff that was like a you know last year like you know i said what i said like you know and the and the host kept going after it so um it, it was kind of actually interesting to hear media members debate this um and and a lot of people were like they both look bad <laughs> I that's mean, fair i think it's it's bad host etiquette in my opinion like if you you could press it once and if it's clear that, you know, your your interviewee just doesn't want to go into it, move on to the next question, bro. Just move right. on to the next yeah. question. Uh, Tim Kawakami did have, you know, his hype article on the 49ers. Um, and one question he posed was, uh, is Brock Purdy possibly a pro bowler? Now, you say that, and then he does, like, like basically he says um, the AFC is the – is the conference that's loaded at quarterback. The NFC has Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts, we would all agree, is probably number one in the runner. NFC right now. Next is yeah. probably Kirk Cousins and maybe Dak Prescott. And then after that, who's next? I don't Gino know about, Smith, I don't know about Kyler Cousins Murray, Jordan Love? 
Jared Goff? I mean, like I would like, say the 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 hype train on Brock Purdy, yeah, is very high. So if you exactly. go on, um, like you go on various like collecting things, like you know, cards, Panini NFL cards, mm-hmm. they have Brock Purdy all over these things. Yeah, no, Forty ers quarterback. That is a position. Yeah. If that guy plays good. Look at Jeff Garcia's career. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Garcia had oh like three, He's you know, literally good years. played for all three of our teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeff Garcia had, you know, a, like it, he took over in 1999 uh, when Steve Young got that concussion that Lawrence Phillips missed a block on and ended his career. Uh, 2000, 2001, 2002, Jeff Garcia is a pro bowler. And that's at least in part because the Niners were good again in 2001 and 2002. And Niners quarterback gets hype, um, you know. Uh, I mean, having T.O. helps reason. a lot, too, though. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. <laughs> having T.O. helps a lot. Yeah, and I mean, T.O. definitely helped with that a lot, for sure. And um, I don't mean yeah. to bring on your parade, Vince, but your yeah. schedule doesn't help either. It does not. No, 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 absolutely not. So, I mean, we'll see if he's even healthy for game one of the season. We still don't know if that's going to be a thing yet. That's Vince is going to be writing the, the blog, Sam Darnold, a pro bowler? No, <laughs> I'm definitely not. No, I'm. Uh, you don't. I'm not you don't. You don't I'm, believe I'm in Sweet not even Dick on the, uh, I'm not even on the Brock Purdy as a Pro Bowler train. I'm uh, not. This is this is um, literally Tim Kawakami um, posing this question. There, there's rumblings that just, Trey Lance is not looking good. Like he's yeah, looking worse. I know. This this looks yeah. Trey Lance looks bad every day. It's looking worse and worse for that pick. Um, and uh, you're welcome, Tyler, for back of the first round picks, first round picks, uh, because the Niners have survived even with uh, even with what looks more and more like a mistake every day. Um, Honestly, they're the still thing- it's still a really talented roster, and um, it should be my team versus your team in the NFC Championship again. Is what it should be. I think I, if I all hope things so. play out. Play I mean, out I hope so. It, I really do. Should. I really do. I mean, I, I don't honestly like. The most excited I've I've been in Eagles football in quite some time. I mean, DeAndre Swift could have a bounce back career with our O line that didn't mm-hmm. change. Yeah, you know, um, we got better defensively, especially on the line. I'd say are still you lost Hargrave safety. You lost Hargrave on the line. Yeah, but I think we may have picked up we may have picked up somebody even better in the draft and for way way less half the cost. So it's half the cost is the part. It's the half the cost. I don't think he's better. I don't think we we, we a can't lot of eat. people are saying it's the, talent it's the wise, Georgia he defense, could, he, he bro. Could be yeah. a lot better. It's he could yeah, be. we'll we'll see. We'll I see. mean, it is the Georgia defense. Yeah, mm. so I'm I'm really excited. For, my question mark, honestly, safety. That's my biggest question mark. But that's yeah. always an Eagles question. I can't even tell you the last time the Eagles had a safety or at least a, a, a backfield that I felt comfortable. Even the Dream Team, they they sucked. You know, so I don't uh, I don't feel Dawkins? comfortable ever. Yeah, yeah how long ago was that? It's probably like. Many years ago now, mid two thousands. Yeah. So that's it's always been an Eagles question mark as their backfield. So by the way, by the way, to answer your question from earlier, Sam, I think the last time the Raiders had like a top five defense was from back eighty three. Top six was like two thousand two. That was the Super Bowl year. Oh two. Damn. That was the Super Bowl. And I would say like that defense was prop was pretty good. Um, but they're they're offensively they were what number one, number two in the league. So Mm -hmm. I think it because of their offense. They were they were uh, an offense that was designed to sustain drives, yeah. And you kept your defense off the field, and you can kind of see that's what when John Gruden came back, and they made the playoffs with with Rich Basaccia, you know, you were 
essentially seeing the same offense with Derek Carr and the weapons that he had. It was a grinded out offense. It wasn't always pretty, but it was grinded out, sustain the drive, keep the defense off the off the field. And um they they made the playoffs, man. You can't yeah. convince me. Like Josh McDaniels is uh I don't know, man. I I just feel like the the Raiders organization Mark Davis is just um consi- constantly and consistent consistently falling for banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Right. Um, it, Pops is over here saying he was never sold on Trey Lance. Yes, we did say the Eagles lost Gardner Johnson. He became public enemy number one in Philadelphia. Um, if we boo Santa Claus, he better be ready for what's coming for him. So, and he's day to day with a knee injury anyway. So, <laughs> as it actually, goes. I don't even think we so see it goes. Him this year, so, he lucked out. We don't even see him this year. But it, when he if he comes back, um, that was another the... Taylor Swift reference that you guys just missed from me right there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, so last, it goes. One last thing I wanted to bring up: Naeem Hines out for the season after oh, yeah. the jet ski incident. Like that sucked. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's awful. Didn't he have like another stupid injury that he did like during his contract year? Like it was like something on the lines of uh, not necessarily a jet ski, but but a, a an excursion event that he did where he like hurt himself on that shit too. I want to say what was it? Oh, because of a moped. He, like, got hurt on a moped. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, so, I mean. So keep him away from, like, motor vehicles, period. I think it's, yeah. like, the It's, like, in the NFL forward. contract clause. Like, in the offseason, don't operate vehicles that you could get hurt on. <laughs> yeah, no motorcycles. Um, Apparently no mopeds either. Um, Yeah. yeah uh, right. Is there any other NFL points uh, at large we want to talk about? Or, no, but um, I did want to point out that somebody put a meme that the person driving the jet ski that hurt Himes, it was they like put uh, Cook's face onto it because Cook is supposed James to be Cook. <laughs> Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. So they got they got Dalvin yeah. Cook on a jet ski and that was the guy that hurt Himes. Uh, well, I mean, well, James Cook is the one that's directly behind him on the depth chart. Uh, right, but Dalvin, brother. Dalvin Cook is, is supposed to be targeted by them to be picked up yeah. this offseason. So. Well, Would that'd be, be easy on move. the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah they one can jersey. Cheer both of their kids. Um, I'll say, I'll say one, one final uh, Raider thing. I am interested to see uh, Aiden O'Connell in the preseason, the quarterback they took. They took. Um, apparently, this dude is. Uh, uh, I mean, it's only practice, uh, but apparently, he's uh, putting the ball where it needs to be. Uh, it's only practice, but uh, he's getting a lot of uh, good reviews out of camp. So, I am interested to see the young guy. I don't know, man. He's not going to be the MVP, Nate Peterson. Nate Peterman. Peterman. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to be the MVP. Come on, man. That's Gruden's guy right there, yeah. baby. Come on, yeah. Gruden ain't here anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> Long gone. What a All waste. right. Yeah. Well, that was a big fucking waste. Yeah. Um, Daniel, Banana thanks the again. Thank- there we go. Thanks for joining us again this week. Uh, it's a, it's uh, been a pleasure and um, really, really enjoy having you on. And uh, I guess we'll just go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. You are listening to the SVT podcast. Subscribe on YouTube and hit the bell to get alerts when we go live. Follow us on social media at SVT Sports Pod. Slide into our DMs. We would love to interact with you, please. Um, it's lonely out in the uh, you know universe of social media. We'd love to, you know, look yeah, at you it, holding up your Kings jersey. Good for go you. Go Kings, but, go baby. Yeah. It, no Kings, no. Uh, oh, inter- got him. Interact with us on X. Yeah. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Twitter's dead. Sell the team. Sell the team. Fuck John Fisher. Sell the team. Sell the team. Fuck John Fisher. Fuck John Fisher.
It stays jo- fuck John Fisher. <laughs> Have a good, good night, night, guys. guys. Yep.